Remember it right, and we had just gotten back off tour last night. So the gang and I thought that it would be groovy if we summon up the posse and dumb rush the movies. I got Angie, Jeff got Tina, Ready Rock got some girl I've never seen in my life. That was alright because the lady was chill. Then we dipped to the theater, set to film. We saw Elm Street, and man, it was death. And everything seemed alright when we left. But when I got home and laid down to sleep, began the nightmare, but on my street. It was burning in my room like an oven. My person was sweet and man, I was talking. I checked the clock and it stopped at 12.40. It had melted, it was so darn hot, and I was thirsty. I went downstairs to grab some juice or a Coke, flip the TV off, and then I almost When I heard this awful voice coming from behind, it said, Man, I ain't even wait to see who it was. Broke outside in my drawers and screamed so long, cuz. Got halfway up the block, I calmed down and stopped screaming. Then thought, oh, I get it, I must be dreaming. I strolled back home with a grin on my grill. I figured since this is a dream, I might as well get ill. I walked in the house, the big, bad, fresh prince. But Freddy killed all that noise real quick. Here's what we'll do. We got a lot of work here, me and you. The souls of your friends, you and I will claim. You've got the body and I got the brain. I said, yo, Fred, I think you got me all wrong. I ain't partners with nobody with nails that long. Look, I'll be honest, man, this team won't work. The girls won't be on you, Fred, your face is all burned. I pat him on the shoulder, said, thanks for stopping by. Then I opened up the door and said, take care, guy. He got mad, drew back his arm and slashed my shirt. 
at first and thought, hold up, that hurt. It wasn't a dream, man. This guy was for real. I said, Freddy, uh, how it's been an awful mistake here. No further words. And then I darted upstairs, crashed through my door, then jumped on my bed. was a whole new day, I thought. <laughs> I wasn't scared of him anyway, until I noticed those rips in my sheets, and that was proof that there had been a nightmare on my street.
There's a man in the funny papers we all know. He lives way back a long time ago. He don't eat nothing but a bear cat stew. He got a chauffeur that's a genuine dinosaur And he can knuckle your head before you count to fall He got a big ugly club and a head full of how Toughest man that is alive Wearing clothes from a wildcat's hide He's the king of the jungle jive Look at that caveman go Rides through the jungle tearing limbs off of trees Knocking great big monsters dead on their knees Cats don't bug him cause they know better Cause he's a mean motor scooter and a bad go-getter He's the toughest man there is alive Wears clothes from a wildcat's hide He's the king of the jungle jive Look at that king at that caveman go he show is hip ain't he like what's happening he's too much right daddy right hi yo from his slab began to rise and suddenly to my surprise he did the match he did the monster match the monster match it was a graveyard smash he did the match it caught on in a flash he did the match he did the monster match from my laboratory in the castle east to the master bedroom where the vampires feast the ghouls all came from their humble abodes to get a jolt from my electrode. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. They did the mash. It caught on in a flash. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. The zombies were having fun. The party had just begun. The guests included Wolf. And his son. The scene was rocking, all were digging the sounds. 
often bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker Five. They played the mash. They played the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. They played the mash. It got on in a flash. They played the mash. They played the monster mash. Out from his coffin, Rex's voice did ring. Seemed he was troubled by just one thing. Opened the lid and shook his fist and said, Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? It's now the mash. It's now the monster mash. The monster mash. And it's a graveyard smash. It's now the mash. It's caught on in a flash. It's now the mash. It's now the monster mash. Now everything's cool, Drax a part of the band And my Monster Mash is the hit of the land For you, the living, this mash was meant to When you get to my door, the said You can mash, then you can Monster Mash
TV, you read about us in the magazines, and you hear us on the radio. But right now, you're gonna see and hear Blondie. Then they grew. Live! And now daddies are men. Men with children, busy with children, and things that they do. There are a lot of things a lot of daddies can do. Some daddies are writers or grocery sellers or painters, or welders, or funny joke tellers. Some daddies play cello, or sail on the sea. Yes, daddies can be almost anything they want to be. They can't be grandmas, or mommies. Parents are people, people with children. When parents were little, they used to be kids like all of you, but then they grew. And now parents are grown-ups, grown-ups with children, busy with children and things that they do. There are a lot of things, a lot of mommies, and a lot of daddies, and a lot of parents can do. The more we get to...
special, a poem by Jeffrey Moss. Nobody's eyes are quite the same as your eyes. Some eyes are brown and some are big and blue. But your eyes are special just because they're your eyes. And you are special just because you're you. Nobody's voice sounds quite the same as your voice. Singing or laughing or calling out my name. Your voice is special just because it's your voice. Nobody's voice sounds quite the same. You're somebody special. There's nobody like you. You won't find another if you travel far and wide. You've got your own special feelings, your own special secrets, your own special happiness deep inside. And nobody's smile is quite the same as your smile. Nobody can smile just the way you do. Your smile is special just because it's your smile. And you are special just because you're you. You're the one and the only extraordinary, very special you. Your own special happiness deep inside. And nobody's smile is quite the same as your smile. Nobody can smile just the way you do. Your smile is special just because it's your smile. And you are special just because you're you. You're the one and the only extraordinary, very special you. Without despair, we.
country towns, tromped to school on hard, frozen roads, warmed themselves by wood-burning stoves, ate supper by light from oil-filled lamps, built fancy snowmen dressed like clowns, those children of long ago. The children who lived a long time ago in little country towns, decked themselves in their Sunday best, went to church and visited friends, sang happy songs with their mamas and papas, traveled through books for sights and sounds, those children of long ago. I am now. A little girl asked her mother. Well, when I went to bed, her mother said, the room was dark, the clocks ticked, grown-ups talked downstairs, the stars shone in the sky, and I could hear the wind in the trees outside before I hugged my mother goodnight, the way you do now.
the wind. Neither I nor you. But when the leaves hang trembling, the wind is passing through. Who has seen the wind? Neither you nor I. But when the leaves bow down their heads, the wind is passing by. April. upon your head with silver liquid drops. Let the rain sing you a lullaby. The rain makes still pools on the sidewalk. The rain makes running pools in the gutter. The rain plays a little sleep song on our roof at night. And I love the rain. Change. 
Black plastic. Pam, I thought you were coming in. This is for you. Show you a statue, show you the grave. 
Remember that song? The little chipmunks are singing, and then there's that he, there's that guy Dave going, "All right now, chipmunks, let's all." Burr, burr, burr. My brother and I had that on an LP, so what we would do is we would play that as slow on the slowest speed possible on the record player. So then it sounded like four normal monotone guys just singing this boring Christmas song, and then this. Demon from like the ninth level of traitors and murderers just screaming. Thanks for listening to Mutiny Radio. Well, what you say, baby? You look ready as Mr. Freddy this black. How about you and me going spinning at the track? What's that, homie? If you think I'm going dancing on a dime, your clock is ticking on the wrong time. Well, what's your pleasure, treasure? You call the plays, I'll dig the ways. Hey, daddy I'm not so crude as to drop my mood on a square from way back. I'm in there and have to dig life with father. And I mean father's lack. Well, baby, your play gives my wig a solid flip. You snap the whip, I'll make the trip. Well, lace up your boots and we'll broom on down to a knocked out shack on the edge of town. There's an eight feet combo that just won't quit. Keep walking till you see a blue light lit. Fall in there and we'll see some sights at the house of blue lights. There's fires and brawlers. And Detroit barbecue ribs But the treat of the trees Is when they serve you those fine eight feet You want to spend the rest of your brides Down at the house, the house of blue
6 o'clock, which is right now. Yeah, you're listening to Mutiny Radio, .fm in .sf, and it is time for the happy hour Mutiny Radio comedy open mic slash outdoor show at 7 o'clock. It's going to be so fun. Yay! Alyssa Westerlin's on the show. I'm so excited. You can always donate to Mutiny Radio at Mutiny Radio in, under Venmo or our GoFundMe. Just look it up and uh, give me some money. Come out. Stay socially distanced. We've got chairs six feet apart. People can stand across the street. Everybody's being safe. We've got mic condoms. We've got gloves. We've got all the stuff to keep you feeling safe. Let's enjoy some music until we get a quorum of comedians. I like to have at least four comics in the room before we start, just so that they have an audience, even if it's themselves. So um, thanks to Detox and Mauricio for being here. Also, Jen Garcia. Who knows who else will be here? It's always an exciting day at Mutiny Radio.
All right. I was going to try to get Derek to the Destroyer to do a set here. He hates soup. He hates soup. Okay, here we go. Everybody, your first set of the night. Happy arm. Derek the Destroyer. Chowder, motherfuckers! I fucking hate soup! Fuck vegetable bath water. Suck a dick clam chowder. Corn chowder. Any type of chowder. Suck a dick. People ask me why I hate soup. It's because it's wet, bitch. That shit don't fill you up, you stupid motherfuckers. Ah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I hate fucking drivers. If you stop at a yellow light, I'm going to stab you. I wish I had some jokes. God damn it. I hate running off my own fucking stuff here, man. Uh, everybody's already heard I look like Stephen Hawkins. If I was mentally challenged instead of physically challenged. Pa -pa. But I think I look like Bill Gates if he fucks Stephen Hawkins. Right, guys? That's what I'm thinking. All the looks and none of the money, you fucking bastard. You look like goddamn fucking John Denver if you are thinking about sucking dicks instead of goddamn country music songs. Whoa, Steven, you son of a bitch. Ah, man, you know what, Stephen Hawkins? I'm not gay. I'm not straight. I'm not even bisexual. I'm by myself because... I give out conspiracy theories, and I'm by myself. That's how it works. And I like jerking off because, you know, porno is a lot cheaper than going on a date. You ever go on a date and then not get laid? And you spend all this money on food that the chick throws up in your lap on the way home? That shit sucks, but I date not the best. Let's see. I always wanted an instrument because I'm a stupid young kid. I always wanted an instrument to fucking uh, write what I was saying. Now that we have that in phones and shit, I know that AI is phony. Because every time I try to send a voice text, it just sends, I want to suck your dick. The fuck kind of shit's that, dude? I fucking hate that shit. I don't know. People say that we're in a matrix. A matrix? This is some kind of matrix. Somebody's playing us in a PlayStation game upstairs. Some alien. I love aliens. They're cool. I'd always want to fuck an alien. Somebody want to fucking alien? I'd fuck them in that little hole. You know, that little hole right there. I like Whoever, whatever fucking I'm an avatar for, whatever shitty-ass aliens playing this game is fucking losing. Because I'm going to tell you what, I'm losing out here in these streets, son. Losing. Ah, uh, hello. Let's see. What else do we have that's on my fucking, on my radar? Uh, let, oh, man. My mom, she's a good woman. Don't judge a book by its cover. My mom, such a badass, dude. When she, she used to carry a knife and a gun in her purse. And then uh, if somebody gave her some shit, she'd fucking shoot that fool and then place a knife in the dead dude's hand. Oh, actually stab herself first, blah, blah. Fuck. You know what? It's funny when you don't remember your own shit about your mother. That's fucking hilarious. But anyway, my mom was so badass, I had to ask my mom... Like, I was my first time ever going into jail. I'm like, fuck it. Mom, what should I do? My mom tells me, Derek, you stupid motherfucker. You go up to the craziest looking, biggest, detox looking motherfucker, and you suck his dick, son. You suck his dick because you're going to be a bitch in prison, all right? You're going to be getting raped. You're going to have to have protection. So 
You're going to have to go up and suck the biggest dude's dick. How do you think mom got ahead at her job? <laughs> oh, man. It's always funny to do a set in front of, in front of yourself. It's always difficult. I know you're listening, and I know other people are listening, but it's, it's fucking hilarious, man. One of my older bits was hookers. I, you know, um, and I turned the hookers into fucking robots. Like, cause I, I thought like, you know, every, when I was a little kid, I really thought like fucking, uh, Terminator, that shit was going to be real. There was going to be like robots that are going to come here and they're going to send nukes and blow shit up and the robots are going to fuck us up and fuck us, kill us and shit. But that's not what's going to happen. We're actually going to win the robot war cause we're going to actually make sex robots and we're going to fuck robots to death. It's going to be terrible. You know who loses it all? Hookers. Hookers lose it all. They fucking hate robots. They're not going to get paid anymore because all their good paid jobs are going to go to fucking robots. So that was like my first robot bit. Now I was like, that's not too funny. Robots are going to fuck us to death. I don't know if that's that funny. So I kind of changed it up and I thought to myself, I should do crowd work with this bullshit. Uh, what kind of robot would you like to fuck? You like to fuck a robot that has a big mic cock, which is a good, a good thing. I want to fuck an ATM, because if I make an ATM come, I get money. That is the best, right? I love that. Uh, that's the that's the robot I want to fuck. I want to fuck an ATM. But then you know what? I was actually thinking, why not a giraffe? A giraffe robot would be great, cause it has a long neck. It gives deep throat very well. I always like that. And then a uh, kangaroo robot, because it has a pouch for my weed. I had somebody else tell me they wanted to fuck a pile driver, pile driver robot. I don't know what the fuck that is. That's some bullshit right there. Uh, but then the, real, the, real, the robot I really want to fuck, guys, is I really want to fuck a Roomba. Because it's the closest I'll get to fucking my maid. Right? That's... Da -da -da. Hello, top of the morning to you, robot. How are you doing, sir? I love you, brother. Good to see you. Whoa, what kind of drugs would you like to take out there? Would you like to take some drugs, matey? You have any drugs out there? We got pancake. Don't call him waffles. He'll get pissed off at that shit. Hey, give yourself a waffle, boys, and I'll give you something. Hey, you want? Uh, I'll. Sh you know what? I'm gonna do a Cheech and Chong fucking joke. You want me? You want to see me turn this microphone into a fruit? Yeah, that's not my joke. That's just funny ass shit. Fuck, I love Cheech and Chong, man. These young kids don't even know what Cheech and Chong is anymore. These motherfuckers. You're like fucking. What's the what's the dude that wasn't there? Dave. Dave's not here. Yeah, go ahead and say that to somebody. Oh, I'm out of here. All right. You know what? What would you guys' goal for 2016? I like that one. Anybody else? Because I'm not gonna say 2020. This 2019 was last year. Mine was to suck dick. But according to this set, it was the suck titties. You guys have a great night. Thank you. Derek the Destroyer. Taking the bullet. He hates soup. We know it. It's true. Um, so, hey, when you guys are inside, everybody, you know, take your own safety precautions. There's um, on, this, on the stage, there are gloves. And there's also some hand sanitizer. And um, if you don't have your own mic condom or your own mic, take one of the gloves and stick it over the top or wear a mask. There's a lot of things you can do to keep yourself safe. I'm not going to, like, be a policeman because I'm behind this glass, but you guys know what.
what makes you feel comfortable and safe. So do that. Uh, okay, cool. All right, your next comedian. Uh, I didn't really make a list. We don't really know what's going on. Mauricio, you want to go? He just had a great, uh, he was going to have a great set, but things got all out of control, but it still was a really great show. There were tons of people at Washington Square Park. It was a great show, man. You start charging 20 bucks for the fights, and you know? Amen. Yeah. Put your hands together for Mauricio. My name is Mauricio. <laughs> oh! What's up, posers? Go fuck yourselves. Let me start my set, you know? Uh, I like doing this. Uh, I always like doing this. I have one ritual before I start my set. I have one ritual, Pam. Did you know this? O'Reilly's. You're all being brainwashed. You're all being brainwashed. All right, I'm working on some new material. Let me go deep with you. Can I go deep with you? This is for Rob. The rest of you can burn in hell, man. It's like, say, Holly, this is my time. All right, here we go. All right, so I've been analyzing this, man. I'm a hardcore Buddhist. I really am. I, I go to a temple here in the Mission District. Very intense training. The only thing that sucks is I love lesbian sex so fucking much, man. So I'm addicted to lesbian sex, right? The one thing that sucks is like the only thing that I hate that is you can't find spirituality in America. You know this, right? You cannot find it because women are wearing yoga pants at the, at the temples. It's like I saw this one girl bend over in front of me. I was like, damn, man, I can't find enlightenment this way. So I had to run to the bathroom and jack off so I can go back to enlightenment. And the thing that sucks is they had a poster of Buddha, so I jacked off to Buddha. That's fucking crazy, right? It's like I'm still all man. I'm still straight because his nipples are the softest in the profit game. All right, that was more for you, man. All right, I'm trying to read the crowd, you know? You don't laugh like you used to, man. You're out of my team, man. There we go. I'm joking, man. Uh, another joke that I've been working on is uh, I think Pixar is racist. Let me analyze this. As I ruined my last relationship, I went through a breakup before COVID. And what happened is that uh, I dissed The Notebook too much. I've been analyzing movies too much. I dissed The Notebook. The Notebook isn't romantic. Ladies out there in the internet radio, the Notebook is not romantic. The whole movie is about old white people dying at the end. The only people that can find it romantic are Trump supporters that don't have to pay for the Medicare with their taxes. You know what I mean? That's the reality. And then my ex-girlfriend was like, get the fuck out of my house. I was like, all right. going to go jack off to Sally Field. Derek, just go home, man. You had enough. Uh, I hate Derek. Anyways. Uh, one thing I like to talk about is like I'm analyzing movies really deep. I realized that Americans will never be hard workers. I used to have three jobs, man. I'm, I am Mexican from Mexico, so we outwork all of you. Immigrants just outwork Americans. The biggest problem that I think that Americans will never be hard workers is because you guys worship the wrong heroes in movies. Straight up. Yeah. My hero was Don Cheadle in Hotel Rwanda. That's why I'm the best at restaurant industry. They were like, we're going to murder you and your family. He's like, right this way to your room, sir. That's how to defuse the situation. That is a hard worker. Uh, minorities out there that love Fast and the Furious, go fuck yourselves. You are letting us down. If you love Fast and the Furious franchise out there and you have kids, they are not going to college. Let's just say it what it is. I think that Fast and the Furious is worse than crack to the minority community. The whole fucking movie, they're all racing and shit. There's one thing where they were trying to, like, jack this man with a semi-truck. They had a bunch of weapons to jack this man on a semi-truck. And the semi-truck driver, all he had was a shotgun. He almost killed Vin Diesel. He killed his best friend. He kept driving to make his quota. Where's his fucking Fast and the Furious movie, goddammit? Fuck Vin Diesel, man. Worship the right heroes in movies. And I'm going to say this, man. I'm kind of happy that Robin Williams is dead, man. 
I love Sally Field so much that he was wrong and missed Doubtfire, motherfucker. At some point, you got to grow up and take care of your kids. I love women more than I love him. Dude. Yeah, you know how I know I'm better than Robin Williams? I'm still alive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Depression is only for white people. Mexicans, we get stabbed. That's how we deal with it. Uh, I like doing this. Uh, I have no fantasy in my brain anymore, my friend. So can you imagine me in the movie Hook with this brain? I'd be like, look, man, this is this is fun. I like that we're playing with our imagination and shit, but Rufio's fucking dead, okay? Because you told us that we were going to win this war against these pirates with our imaginations, but they have guns. All right, too soon. Is this thing on? That was funny last week. I don't know what's wrong with you. In Oakland, they're like, whoop, whoop, whoop. And San Francisco's like, oh. And Oakland's like, yeah, good. I'm glad another white man died. Fuck yeah. Because I'm half indigenous, so I don't give a fuck about you guys. I wished about, I wish for COVID on my birthday. My birthday is March 29th. I wish for half of white people to die in America. I'm indigenous. I want my land back. I really do. Uh, I'm indigenous like uh, halvesies. The one thing that can't stand in stand-up comedy is that you're not allowed to talk about rape. That's a big deal. You don't talk about rape. But I have to be grateful for rape every single day of my life. On one side of me, the half of me, they got raped the right way. The Aztecs got raped by the Spanish. They could speak Spanish, so we all can move forward with that group. On my father's side, who's pure indigenous, they didn't get raped. He, his people, my people, don't know English or Spanish. They are fucked to the fucking world. You know how's the only way they're going to make money? By holding a baby really sad for National Geographic. That's it. So thanks to rape, I'm a little bit taller, a little bit lighter skin. I just got this cardigan at Club Monaco. Fuck yeah, man. Thank you, rape. Thank you, rape, every fucking day. All right, one more minute. Uh, I'm going to leave you guys all on this one. I used to get abortions all the time. And the one thing I regret about getting abortions is that my kid would have been in his 20s right now. And that could have fucked all his friends. My name's Ernest Evangelista. Thank you. Mauricio! Go, uh, go on Facebook and uh, become a part of the group FDAL, Few Drinks and a Laugh, and all the up-to-date comedy news is always posted and all the outdoor shows and all the good stuff. Uh, since bacon is kind of we have a new bacon, but the old bacon is dead. But the new bacon that's actually spelled like bacon, Sierra Frost, is up and running. I'm super excited. Who's uh, who wants to go next? Holly Shaw. All right, your next comedian. Like she, her youth belies her age. Uh, when you told me your age today, I was like, motherfucker, I can't Don't believe. Tell. No, I'm not gonna say a goddamn word. But I will say that her kid is almost old enough for me to have sex with. Put your hands together for Holly Jean. Yeah. Oh my god. Ah. Ah. No. Don't touch my kid, Pam. Coming for you, bitch. He's not legal yet. He's got six more months. <laughs> Shit. Oh, this isn't supposed to be clean, right? Because you know. I didn't get into comedy to be a fucking lady. Uh, yeah, COVID, dude. We're like, you're not supposed to touch. Don't touch anyone. Don't get close. All we want to do is touch each other. Have you noticed? We're like a bunch of horny preschoolers. It's like, um, can you, um, can you come over to my house? I, I like a mask. Can you 
stick your tongue in my mouth? It's feel like men are thirsty. I'm feeling it. Like, they're thirsty. And I have to admit, um, I have not been behaving myself very well. Uh, I've been doing some fucking. Yeah, I've been doing some fucking. And I'm sorry for the language, but, you know, there's nothing else you can call it when it's that bad. It's just... There are things that you just don't want to have to say when you're having sex. Like, is that it? Or, uh, yeah, I would like that if I had no feelings. Or my personal favorite, my personal nightmare is, oh my god, I, um, I have a son your age. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. But you know, as a woman, like in her prime, like I'm in my sexual prime, you guys. Like, it doesn't matter what you do, I get mine. Like, it's fucking, I'm a master. Like, I have sex like Dave Chappelle tells jokes. Like, I know the punchline, and I can always get there. Just saying. I know where we're going, and I know I can get there. It's good. I have a lot of good sex these days. Um, just on my own and on other people. Uh, great. Yeah, my friend was teasing me about how horny I am. She was like, we were driving through downtown Oakland, and she saw, we, we passed this guy, and he was getting out of his car with no pants on, getting out of a car with no windows, and she goes, ha, 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 Holly, that's your next boyfriend. And I was like, what? <laughs> I don't date guys with cars. So, um, yeah. Uh, do you guys like to drink? Anybody like to drink? Uh, clearly, we're a bunch of alcoholics. Uh, I love drinking, but I don't like that feeling the next day. You know what I mean? That guilty feeling? Like you feel like you must have done something wrong, but you don't know what it was. You know? Like you feel like you must have like done something like, I don't know, like dipped your genitals in mustard and like smeared them on somebody's white couch. Yeah, just like, I don't know how this plays with no visual, but it's like, and you probably, <laughs> but for those listening on the radio, the vast audience of the Mutiny radio station are listening, and I'm squatting, and I'm dipping my genitals, and you know, you probably enjoyed it at the time. You were like, <laughs> right? Eh. No? Never done that? I never did, except that one time. Just, uh, but it's that feeling of shame, right? It's that feeling of feeling ashamed the next day. You know what else I'm ashamed of? Is the crack between my stove and the, the wall in the kitchen where little pieces of food go to die. Yeah, I feel like I treat that food that goes there kind of like how Americans treat brown children at the border. We just try to pretend that they don't exist. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's horrible. I do care. <laughs> I do care about brown children, though, but I don't care about the food there. Like, I flipped whole pancakes into the whole, into that crack. I never look there. It's gross. It's disgusting. I don't, I don't ever look there. You guys, give it up for Pam Benjamin, like, running this again and again. 
amazing woman. Uh, she's my boss lady now. I, I respect and love her. My name is Holly Shaw. Thank you. Holly Shaw. How cute is your son, though? Can I see a picture? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Not really. Kind of. Kind of not really. Sort of. Kidding, not kidding. Or I don't know what they say now. Those crazy, <laughs> those crazy things the kids say. Uh, all right, Rob, you next. Put your hands together. He's on the clean show later, which I'm really excited about because I've never seen him be clean. But right now, he's going to be dirty as fuck. It's Rob Edwards. Yay! Got no If OnlyFans uh, had came out during the Old Testament, would it be called Only Disciples? You know, to see a video, you'd have to, like, sacrifice a goat or some shit. The blood of the lamb, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, you know what I don't understand? I don't understand why some girls wear those really long nails. You know what I'm talking about? Those really, really long nails. Talons, whatever. I, I just don't get why they wear it. Like, I've never been like, damn, baby. You know I love it when you go out and kill rodents and small animals with your bare hands. I love that. Sexy to me. You know, they go out on the hunt. They use those, uh, those really long eyelashes to take flight. You know what I'm saying? And you, know, you can hear them. If you listen around noon, you can hear them hunt. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, like, damn, that's my baby. Yeah. If she does the hunting, I do, I do the cooking, you know, feminism, right? That's, that's how that works. Thursday's rabbit stew, but yeah. Uh, what else? I got any new shit. Uh, I have a hard time supporting the, because uh, there are like a lot of people against like animal cruelty. But the thing is, I watch Animal Planet, and uh, animals are crueler to animals than we are. You know what I'm saying? I watched uh, some lions rip the balls off of a wildebeest in front of his children. Like, it was... Like he's screaming for help, like, Arr! like, and he's just eating him alive, pulling out his guts and shit. You know, I, I'd watched an eagle throw a goat off a mountain. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, at least it's dead when I do whatever I do to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. You know, did good. I'm about to do a clean set later. I don't know. It's gonna be weird, man. I feel like it's gonna be like having diarrhea, but then you can't fart in public or some shit like that. Like, it's like. You know, you got so much to let out, but it's just you're holding it in just for the sake of the people, you know? It's yeah. Uh, during this uh, whole uh, pandemic shit, there's been a lot of porn watched. And a good amount. Uh, so much that, you know, I had to do, you have to research porn. You have to find new porn to watch, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and on uh, Instagram, Pornhub has like a little, like they like highlight certain like st porn stars or whatever. And then you look them up like, oh, I didn't know her or whatever. That's cool. Uh, you know, and then I looked up this one chick um, uh, who I, she was pretty in the face. A lot of makeup, but pretty in the face. And, uh, you know, I was like, why haven't I heard of this woman before? And I found out when I looked at her page that I'd never heard of her before because she has a penis. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it, you know, which if you're a lady with a dick, I'm not live your life, live long and prosper. I don't want to see you naked. When you see a dick when you're not expecting one, it is a horrifying experience. It is not, you don't want to see, you know what I mean? Just because I'm a dude doesn't make me any different. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, it was terrifying, bro. I, like, out loud, I went, ah, and I dropped. I was like, oh, my God. Like, what the fuck did I just see? Guard in my memory. Uh, 
Oh, all my new shit. I feel like all of my friends are having kids now, which is, you know, great for them, I guess. They act like they like it. I don't know. Uh, they, they have to say that, you know, like, oh, Rob, it's great. You'd love it. And I'm like, mm, I don't believe that. No, no, you, you, you have to say that or you'd be a monster. Uh, you know, one of my friends had a kid in such a way that it, it just it baffled me. You know, I was like, how did you let that happen? That's crazy to me. Listen to this love story. Right. Uh, Boy meets girl. Girl really likes boy. Boy exhibits drug-seeking behavior. Uh, girl sells drugs. Uh, boy, a boy tries to buy drugs. Girl says, you can buy these drugs, or you can fuck me for these drugs. And they had a baby from that. You know what I'm saying? Which is crazy to me. How do you impregnate your drug dealer? I've never heard of anybody doing that shit ever. You know, and he's, he's raising his kid, that kid with his other 14 kids, and he's doing his thing. He's really doing the dad thing, which is crazy because, I mean, he's a better man than me. I, I don't know if I could love uh, the free drugs baby. I don't, know if I'm, I don't know if I'm capable of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd be hanging out with the baby, and he'd look up at me, and I'd look a while off into the distance and think, I should have bought that cocaine. I should have just... I should have just bit the bullet, like, I fucking, I did all of this to save some money and now I'm paying child support for 18 years. This shit has gone horribly wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, I don't know, man. He's better than me though. Uh, I'll end it there. All right, thank you. Rob Edwards! Oh my God, I hope that you do that, cra that drug joke. At the, at the clean show, just don't say the word shit and it's beautiful. It's a hilarious clean joke. I mean, it's hilarious. It's so good. It's so funny. I love that joke. I, think, I, haven't, I don't think I've heard you tell that story before and I love, love, love. The, the, I don't think I could love the drug baby. That's fucking gold. Uh, all right. Your next comedian. Do you want to go up, Brady? Well, then we'll let you. I won't even honk you. You just do your thing. You guys, he used to be one of our neighbors. He's been inspired. He's gotten bitten by the comedy bug. This is the first set he's ever done. Clap your hands wildly in a slappy-like motion. It's Brady! Oh my God. It's the first time I had a condom in my mouth in months. Thank you, COVID. Thank you so much for that. Hi everybody, my name is Brady Pearson. Brady, as you may know, it used to be, for, right now it's kind of like, a, it's a name like Cher, like Brady, like I, like, I don't need anything else, but I grew up in the 70s, and that was really charming, because you know what else was on in the 70s when I was growing up? Brady Bunch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and that was really fucking awesome, right? Because you know how sweet kids are, right? And I had hair of gold like their fucking mother. I mean, they, they came for me. Day after day, they came for me. They were like, hey, Brady, what happened on the Brady Bunch today, Brady? What happened? They would chase me. And I'm like fucking eight, right? And I'm like eight. So I turn around one day and I say to them, I was like, so, do you really want to know what happened on the Brady Bunch today? And they said, oh yeah, tell us, Brady, tell us, tell us now. And I said, okay. So I told them how Alice really likes her meat. Mm-hmm. The adventures of Greg and Mike in the attic. And what really happened with Cindy, Kitty, Carriel, and Tiger in the doghouse. Okay. That, children, is how you gain an audience from bullies. All right. So are there any straight men here tonight? Are there any straight guys here? 
Yeah, can I ask you a question? What is it with all the faggotry hatred? I need to ask this question, like about the dick. We talked about that earlier, like how it's, uh, the unapproachable dick scares people. But you know, gay men, straight men are like, I ain't got nothing in common with him. I don't know. That kind of freaks me out. You know, dick. No, dude, we all have one thing in common. We all like to stick it in something, right? You're thinking, you're like, right straight, right straight guys are like, oh my God, there it is. <laughs> I gotta get in it, no matter what it is, what day it is. I gotta get in it, right? You're like, oh my God. And it's like this, it's like this freaking little magnet muscle in your head. You're like, oh, what can I put it in? So, and here's one thing, ladies, that you have to understand is like most men, well, that means like most guys want to stick it in something. We have all of that in common. So whenever you think you have nothing to say at parties, like, dude, we know. I got you. We understand that one moment, right? We're all like, oh, makes us stupid. Yes, it does, right? We're all like, oh, my God. And like, so like you said before, like, did I wake up? Did I wipe my dick on something? Right? Did, did my dick make a mess? You know that too, right, straight guys? Like, your, your dick has probably made a mess last night. Probably. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. My name is Brady Pearson. And if you didn't like my set, my name is Pancake. Thank you guys so much. Brady Pearson, that was great. Clap, you guys. That was the first time he's ever done comedy. That was amazing. Yay, Brady, yay. Yay, that was super well done. The Brady Bunch. I The Brady Bunch gave me the wrong idea of romance. One time in San Francisco when I first moved here, there was a guy who lived on Folsom and 19th, and I liked him, and I knew where his window was, and I threw little pebbles at his window at, at like, 1 in the morning because I wanted to, you know, have sex with him. And uh, it didn't work, like it. But you know, remember, remember when they threw pebbles at the window? Bobby Brady does something happens. Anyway, anyway, it didn't work, but your set certainly did. Everybody, one more time for Brady Pearson! Yay! Yeah, Rod, do you want to go up next, or does um, Detox want to go? Want to do it? Sweet. So if you want a mic condom, uh, you just grab it. Grab a. Uh, uh, what are they called? The glove out of the bag. Everybody, Sierra Frost! Cool. Um, I drove across the country recently, and um, and <laughs> I was in Cleveland, and was driving, and I came across the store, and the store had a sign, and the sign said two words. Pet people. And I was like, no, I'm in Ohio, but I don't think that's legal anywhere. You can't, you can't have pet people. Um, and then I realized, as everyone in this room already has, I was like, oh, I'm such an idiot. Like, it's not, it's not a noun. It's not pet people. It's a verb. It's, it's, it's pet people people and then I thought you should not do that do not pet people sorry that's so stupid uh, the only people who call me are people that I really don't want to talk to on the phone uh, it's like it's like my mom's needy neighbor from second grade like what who's calling why are you calling me the only people who call me I don't want to talk to and then I realized as I was thinking about that I was like there are a few people that I call who and they never no one ever picks up the phone when I call them and um, so yeah that's not really that's 
that's just like how I'm doing, you know. Um, I just got divorced after seven years. Yes, okay. Yeah, didn't I? Whatever. Um, so things are really different now, obviously for me, because I'm fucking old. But um, but they're also different out in the. Sorry, am I allowed to curse? Yeah. Okay. Yep, cool. yep. Inside cursing, no problem. Yeah. Um, things are also just like different in the world. Like there are all these like, I don't know. The rules of dating are so like when I was young, you just go to a bar and then that's it. That's all you have to do. It's very different now. There are like rules and apps and like hooking. And I just I'm wondering if someone can tell me if there's an app where a snowboarder comes to my apartment and assembles my IKEA furniture and fucking leaves. That's like sort of the, like, I'm like, I'm ready for love, you know? Like, I'm ready, I'm ready. Just get right back in there. Um, do, do, is no one here and I can just take a little bit longer? Because I have a really, really, really stupid long joke. Can I just tell it? Okay, so, so I, I like haven't really ironed this out at all, but this is a true story that happened to me recently, and when it happened, it made that day the worst day of my life. And I just got divorced, and it's not related to that. <laughs> Okay, um, so when I was 19 years old, I had one amazing night with this kid. His name is Dylan, and, and I sort of, he like grew up in the town where my mom lived, and so I sort of had known him since I was a kid, and we like came together magically at a party, and he came home with me, and we had the most loving, beautiful, gorgeous 19-year-old fucking sex of ever, and he was so, he was just so incredible. Like, he was so beautiful and gentle, and I remember he said to me, like, at the time, he was, he was like, he's like, your stomach is just, like, incredible. Like, it's just so beautiful. And I was just like, like, he didn't break the tension with, like, humor. He was just, like, so innocent and pure. And I'm just like, what the fuck are you? Um, so, so anyway, the next day, he moved to New York to go to college. And I was devastated, super heartbroken, but also had many intimacy issues then and now. Um, and so I didn't make a big deal about it, but I've always just kind of been in love with him. This was a very long time ago. Okay. Um, and then I got married, and I moved to Portland, and I had a kid, and I moved back, and I got divorced, and that all happened. And then uh, one day, I took my son up to go visit my mom in this small town where she still lives. Um, and, and, and it was weird. Like, a week before, I had, had this dream about this guy. Like, I hadn't thought about him in a while, but I was like, oh, I had this dream about Dylan, whatever. And I look like shit, because I always fucking do. And we get out of the car, and we're like a little early to meet my mom, so we're like at a playground, and we like get out, not a playground, sorry, a park. We're not, whatever, Republicans. Um, so we get out of the car, we're at the park, and I open the door, and he's sitting there with a German Shepherd puppy, basking like like on a fucking lily pad. Like he's just like, oh, like just like having this like very like dreamy, like Northern California guy moment. Um, and I want to tell you guys that I handled it really well, that it was great, that I was cool about it, um, but that is not what happened. I handled it very badly, and so now I'm going to tell. This is this is the this is what happened. So the first thing that happened is I started convulsing, physically shaking. Like I don't know if anyone remembers being like in sixth grade and physically fucking shaking in front of your. Totally, I'm just like, oh, oh my god. Okay, cool, hi. But but remember, I have a three and a half year old to get out of the car. So I'm there with my son and my fucking Adidas and I am shaking and he's sitting there and I make sort of this look with him. I like give him a little bit of eye contact and, I'm, and I give him this look of like, oh, hey, it's you. 
And he looks back at me with a look that says, I've never seen you in my life. Okay, just, I'm gonna take a quick break from the story to let you guys know that I'm aware that I don't look like I'm 19. I look much more like a very sad 30 year old. Um, but I don't look like someone who has never been 19. Like, like you, you could imagine that I have at one point been 19. So, so, um, so okay, so he got it, doesn't recognize me. Fine, 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 fine. Uh, so I get my son and we're like walking toward him and he's just right there, like we have to walk past him. And I say, you're Dylan. And he responds, yeah, in a way that tells me that he still definitely just has no idea who I am even when I talk to him. And then my son starts doing what he does when he sees someone new and shoots spider web at him. He's just all that's because that's how he whatever greets people. And he goes, I'm Peter Parker. And I'm like, haha, yeah, this is my son Peter Parker. And he responds and says, Oh, hi Peter Parker, in a way that makes me know that he doesn't know who Peter Parker is. So fine, okay, moving on. I'm convulsing and, and this is like right after COVID hit. And he was just like, so like, how have you been? And I'm like, so good, I'm so good. And he was like, really? And I'm like, I mean, except for COVID and just like, I, I'm just like fucking words are falling out of my mouth and I'm trembling and my three-year-old, it's like a nightmare. And then the best thing fucking ever happens I said, I'm sorry, I'm rambling and I'm a little nervous. I had a dream about you recently. Wow! What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? Okay, okay, so I saw someone, a previous lover, who didn't know who I was and I said I had a dream about them. Um, anyway, if... if dude come on he look yeah e even hotter because he just gets hotter like my tits are down on my fucking knees he's just getting hot he's like he's like slightly gray fuck me sideways anyway um if anyone would like to come uh kill me now that i'm uh yeah i'll be outside afterwards okay thanks sierra bros that was a great set i feel like i know you so much better i would have done the same thing i would have been crying like my heart it would uh huh, huh. here i um uh, I, I had a crush on a boy in high school, and I was in love with him for so long, and nothing ever happened in high school. But I moved to San Francisco after I left my husband, and I reconnected with him. And he came out to have sex with me, and he's an ER doctor now. And I thought, I was like, this is awesome. And he wasn't really, he was actually pity-fucking me. And I didn't realize until after. And I was like, dude, and I had to send him a message. I'm like, that was not a pity-fuck. Uh, that was a, like, but, and he was like, well, I thought you really needed it. And I was like, oh, Ouch. So it was like, yeah, I know. I was like, dude, you're lucky to have sex with me. Jeez. I know. Boys are gross and stupid. They don't know anything to say. Uh, Pancake, you next? You're next comedian. Put your hands together for the Syrup King. It's Pancake! Hot mic, hot mic. Hey, um, I'm Pancake, and uh, the listeners at home probably know me, and uh, they know how this is going to go. It's either going to be excruciatingly great or ex uh, awesomely terrible. 
Hi, I'm... I, I get so peeved at this guy who demands everyone's attention but cuts everyone off unless you've had, like, multiple near-death experiences together. Or you just have uh, a lot of drinks together, crazy drunk nights that no one should be proud of, but yet that is the standard for how close your friendship is. Have you seen these people who share socks with their significant others? Sorry, that's from last night. But seriously, who's had it with these Diane-heavy BoJack episodes? Am I right? Okay. What's the difference between a rat and your ex-girlfriend? I've never fucked your girlfriend. But I messed this guy up who was gonna squeal and flip over on our boss, Don Polio. This rat, this dirty rat, is gonna... So I was, uh, uh, as you can probably hear and see on my jacket, I am a Lyft driver. And I was at a stoplight... And then I, and then the, the the light turned green, and then I accelerated, and then I saw this woman changing in a window. And I look, and I take a double take, and then I, I, but in the double take, I saw something in the road, and then I look back to the woman changing in the window, and boom, I hit a dog. In the middle of the night, uh, no witnesses. But I get out to look. And it was a rat. It was an abnormally large rat holding a vial of smallpox. <laughs> so I, I'm pretty good. I'm, I think I'm great. I'm, I'm a protagonist in somebody's story. That's true. I find that the, uh, well, I'm actually um, in the middle of a COVID playoffs grow off kind of situation where I'm, I'm not cutting any hair on my body until COVID is resolved. And so I look like a, a wilderness person, not a homeless person, a wilderness person. And I didn't write any of this down. I'm coming up with it and it's great because, well, I'm still doing the, the, the COVID playoffs, but the longer my hair gets, the more it seems like I want to hurt people, right? I don't look um, ready for a day in the office, which is the gold standard for being ready for being a human during the day. Just during the day, uh, drunk whippets. That's not a joke. Um... You know what I, um, I'm not going to change. For all the freedoms we have here in America and all the liberties stripped of you over there in China, I'm not allowed to own and mutilate and then prepare in a meal 
any kind of animal like I've seen done on the Instagram stories in my explore. TikTok is now banned. I hope you have TikTok. You, everyone install TikTok tonight because at 12.01, it all changes. Oh, and WhatsApp, not gonna be available. If I could leave you with one thing, it's this. At the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk, in the warm California sun. Oh God, you guys are the worst. No, 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 no. Why do people do that? Like, mm, I, I'm gonna repeat the melody that you just did. It's not just you, Will, but it's. I've seen this done hundreds of times when I do that. So I'm gonna keep pressing it, and my true fans will love it. Thank you, Mutiny Radio. Thank you, Pam. Pancake, the syrup king. You guys should know I'm actually picking up a stage name. I'm actually going to be Toll House the Cookie Witch. I'd like to be known from here on out as Toll House the Cookie Witch. Uh, Jacob, I'm going to give you a, a spot on the show outside tonight, too, so no worries. But Will Brown, you want to do a set right now? Oh, my God. Um, he took the cute, well, Henry took the cutest picture of us looking like 10 years younger than both of us are. Oh, my God. I have no idea how old you are because your face and bod blow Ageless. Your age. We're ageless. You're, ageless. I'm a witch. You're a warlock. Everybody put your hands together. Woo. It's Will Brown. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Glad that the smoke apocalypse has cleared out of the Bay Area. Be gone with you. I don't know about you all, but like I was trying to think of ways that we could all work together to get rid of some of the smoke that was in the air. I was like, okay, I smoked for a long time, still vape, <laughs> like that's any better, but it doesn't stink as bad. And um, I was like, you know, there's that nicotine gum. I chewed that 